Welcome to Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Podcast. Join Danny on a journey through the historical island of Ireland, its people and the wild Atlantic way, which is Ireland's last frontier. Experience the music and the culture that makes up the longest coastal driving route in the world. Now, please welcome your host, Danny Houlihan. Welcome to the Wild Atlantic Way and Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience Show. I hope you're all keeping well, my friends. In this show, I will cover one of our native Irish trees, the ash tree, and its associated legends and lore. The ash tree, our crown von Shoiga, is highly regarded in Ireland along with the oak and yew trees and can trace its roots back to the dawn of time. A native tree which in bygone times was venerated by the people of Ireland and its ancient customs. The ash tree grows to a height of over 40 metres high and higher depending on the area. The tree is deciduous and when cut It takes years to grow and flourish after cutting. Today, the ash tree can be found in the Irish countryside, around most holy wells and old monasteries, where they were once planted by our ancestors way back in antiquity to provide shelter and security to these special places of worship. The ancient writing of Om has a special connection with the ash tree. In the Om calendar of trees, the ash tree is listed as the third letter in the old Om alphabet. Nuan on Nian, the N letter, which places the ash tree between February 18th and March 17th. The ash tree was regarded in Irish mythology as one of the sacred triad of oak, ash and thorn. The ash tree was one of the seven noble trees, the trinity of sacred Irish trees, and it was a common belief in Ireland that the ash tree warded off evil spirits and even fairies. During the life of the patron St. Patrick, it was said that St. Patrick banished the snakes from Ireland using a stick wand, or indeed a crozier, which was made from the ash tree. Thus the legend relates. In Ireland, Irish people planted ash trees around their homes and buildings. In a tradition that the ash tree gave a protective benefit to their lands and that of their children of the household. It had protective powers, and according to the elders, acted as a mediator between earth and heaven. It has been said by the older generations and passed on by historians that the ash tree was a symbol of immortality 
it had strength. Thus the ash tree was planted around old thatched houses and religious buildings, a symbol of strength and immortality. In Viking mythology, the ash tree was venerated by the Vikings, who named the ash tree the tree of the world, and that of rebirth and healing. It was regarded as the Venus in the woods and the tree of life. It has been related by historians that in bygone times in ancient Ireland, newborn babies were given a spoon of ash sap to enhance their well-being and their future growth. There was also a tradition of using bark from the ash tree for the treatment of arthritic rheumatism, liver diseases, kidney and urinary infections. All these old ancient remedies were used in bygone times by our ancestors before the arrival of medicines and a doctor. All these ancient treatments were lost during the Great Irish Holocaust which took place between 1846 and 1847, known as the Great Hunger or Irish Famine, when millions died of starvation and millions immigrated from Ireland to the east and west coast of America and Australia and other destinations, taking with them ancient customs of these ancient cures and remedies and the oral and music traditions. Were your ancestors one of the many who had to leave Ireland? If so, and you can claim Irish connections to our country or any story, let me know and I would love to hear from you and I will feature them on my show. The ash tree was used for practical purposes such as wooden axles and carts, wheels, spokes and oars for boats and other building needs. The leaves in olden times was also used for fodder for cattle. Today in Ireland, timber from the ash tree is used in our native Irish sports due to its strength and flexibility and the lightness. It also has shock absorbing qualities, which is suitable for the manufacture and the use for the hurley in the game of hurling. It does not break easy. It is also used, as I stated before, in the furniture industry. The ash tree was also used in olden days, my friends, for fuel, to fuel the fires in the old Irish thatched houses long ago, which kept our ancestors warm on those old cold Irish winter nights and days around the open heart fires in the shadow of the mountains and glens and valleys. There is an old Irish saying about the ash tree, if the ash come out before the oak, we're in for a soak. Where's the oak come out before the ash, we're in for a splash. An old Irish saying. When the ash tree matures, one can notice the cracks in its bark. These cracks fill with moss and ingen and other bugs. It supports a unique ecosystem for our Irish environment. Not only the ash tree holds the land together, with its famous roots around riverbanks. Its leaves feed both aquatic and terrestrial ecosystems. 
The branches also of the tree are used by nesting birds. Sadly today in Ireland, the famous ash tree is suffering a dieback due to a fungus which causes the tree to die. This was discovered in 2012 called Carla Ash Dieback. It was discovered in Northern Ireland in November 2012 and also in the Republic of Ireland in October 2012, imported from continental Europe, as been stated. This harmful disease is likely to cause the death of many ash trees in Ireland, which is having an effect on many aspects of Irish rural life, such as the sporting industry and the furniture industry and many others dependent on the famous ash tree. Efforts are being made by the government bodies to save the famous ash tree by developing disease-tolerant ash. Only time will tell. I hope you have enjoyed our brief look at one of Ireland's famous trees, the ash and the month of the ash tree in the old Ohm calendar. Thanks for listening. Until we meet again, Slán. Thanks for listening to our show. Through its people, its heritage and its rugged coastline, this is truly Danny Houlihan's Irish experience. Bye for now.